how to sell more cars. Second, I want you to almost uh, meditate. Close your eyes for me. Take a good deep breath. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Out through the mouth. Kind of, kind of, kind of move your head around till you, till you feel perfectly relaxed. And what I want you to think about is I want you to think about in this moment, right here, right now, what are you thankful for? In this moment, what's going on good in your life? Uh, we're, we're here. We're all got roofs over our head. Uh, we, we're all in uh, air conditioned uh, uh, rooms. They're heated rooms. Nobody's cold. Nobody's too hot. Nobody's getting wet. I don't think anybody's hungry uh, today. Everyone's ha- everyone's had a good breakfast. What are you thankful for right now, right here on a Monday morning on Zoom with the uh, Nashville Association of Sales Professionals? Think about that. Keep breathing. And I want you to kind of slowly expand that out from, from this morning to your life in general. What's going on good in your life at this point in your life uh, with your with your children in college or with your job or your ability to, 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 to pay for the roof over your head and pay for your car and pay for the things you need? What's What are the good things in your life? And then most importantly, I want you to think about those good things in your life. And I want you to think about the people that are attached to them. Who are the people in your life that make the good things in your life possible. Think about that for a second. Matter of fact, if you wanted to go ahead and write it down, write some of these down of what you're thankful for and who you're thankful for. So uh, so you have something to work on later because we're, we're going to work on that. But more, more than anything, more, more than what's going on good in your life and who's, more, who's, uh, who's making the good things possible in your life, I just want you to feel grateful joyful. Like, man, it's good to be alive and living in Tennessee. Ain't it good to be here? I'm grateful for each and every one of you for uh, for, for sticking in and, and showing up today. So and today we're going to talk about what we're grateful for and how to be more grateful and how to express, express our gratitude. I, uh, In addition to the book, How to Sell More Cars, I wrote the book, Better self-help for the rest of us. Jim Jim is a, is a little leery of this book because he says it tells more about Terry Lancaster than you could ever possibly want to know. And it does. It tells everything. My, all, all my dirty laundry is, is right out there in the open with uh, with my neck at yoga practices and, and, and everything else. And it's about improving your life, making your life better one step at a time, mainly by not letting an imaginary there and then screw up a perfectly good here and now. And that is the human condition. That is the human condition uh, that we always want something else. We want something different. We want something that we can't have, something that we don't have. And we spend so much more time thinking about what we don't have that we often forget to be grateful for what we do have. Now I wrote the book Better Self Help for the Rest of Us, and one an entire chapter in that book is on gratitude, and that's why that's actually that's why I penciled myself in for for this meeting today. I wanted to be the speaker because I wanted to speak on gratitude because I wrote this, and 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 I hundred percent believe this to be true. And I'll, I'll I'll ask you when we get done if 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 you agree with this that the surest path to happiness is spending more time being grateful for what's right in your life and less time worrying about what's wrong. 
and being grateful for what's right in your life, that 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 brings in, every form of, of complaining and griping is, is an expression of ingratitude. If you're if you're complaining about your life, you're complaining about your customers, you're complaining about your business, you're not being grateful for them. And business goes where business invite is invited and business is is appreciated. And gratitude. Gratitude has completely changed my life. And that gratitude is the reason I wrote the book. I was sitting just outside on my deck. And, uh, you know, my life was was in a little bit of turmoil. My business was not doing well. I was not the healthiest uh, thing that I, that I wanted to be. And I was sitting on my deck and uh, it occurred to me that in it, all the things that were wrong with my life, was because I was thinking about what I wanted in my life. I want it to be this huge success. I want it to build skyscrapers and make millions. And, you know, I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to, to live the American dream, the outsized American dream that we all want to live. At least that's what I kept telling myself. And the more I kept thinking about those things and striving for those things and struggling to get those things, the unhappier I became. And my life changed the moment that I decided that that wasn't really what I wanted. What I wanted was to make my actual life better. And in order for me to make my life better, I had to start being more grateful for the things that are in my life. And great, and that gratitude expresses itself in, in lots of different ways. It's, I mean, it's emotionally stable. Our, our mind, our mind function is a habit. And we uh, and it's like a, there's a thing called confirmation bias. The more you think about a thing, the more that thing is going to appear in your life. And it's not it's not mojo. It's not it's not the attraction. It's not the, the law of attraction. It's not the secret from the movie. It's it's 100 percent purely a function of the way your brain works. If you're spending all of your time thinking about what could go wrong, thinking about things that are not up to par in your life, thinking about things that you do not have, then your mind is 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 a seeking device. Your mind is going to be looking around for those things. If you're if if you're if you spend all of your time thinking about what makes you miserable, your mind is going to say, you know what, you're right. There's another one of those things that makes you miserable, and you're going to see them everywhere you go. It's just like if you buy if you buy a yellow car and you think you're the only person in the world who drives a yellow car. But the minute you drive off the lot in the yellow car, you're going to see yellow cars everywhere because the mind sees what you put in it. It's it's what's there. It's how you find things. And if you it's it's like a dirt road. And if you if you drive down these dirt roads, you, you you're going to the more you drive down the road, the deeper the ruts on it become. And if you're if you're thinking about being miserable then those then those are the ruts that are going to get deep and that's where the car is going to go. If you're thinking about the things that you don't have and what's wrong in your life, those are where the ruts are going to get deeper and those are where you're going to go. And happiness, happiness is 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 one of those funny things and the more you strive and seek and reach for happiness, the harder it is to grab onto because it's always just out of reach. It's always just elusive. But there's one way that I know of to actually bring happiness into your life without striving it, without seeking for it. Happiness is a byproduct of the gratitude in your life. If you can take those deep, dirt, deep roads, those ruts that are in the road and make them ruts thinking about how grateful you are for your family and how grateful you are for your customers and how grateful you are for the opportunity to earn money sitting in your in your bedroom uh, wearing a jacket and no pants and, and not have to actually leave, get out into the real world. If you can if you can concentrate on the things that you're grateful for and make those 
your primary state of existence makes that your your natural language, your native language, and and your your def, your factory default settings. If your factory default setting is for gratitude, everything's going to suddenly look a whole lot better, especially with your customers. Bob Ritchie coming in, especially with with with, with your customers. We um, I talked about this the. Um, that business goes where business is invited and where business is appreciated. And as salespeople, we've got the invitation part down. If you go, uh, if you go over to the Barnes and Noble or, or you, uh, you log on to Amazon, there are so many books about how to close sales. And uh, there's entire industries, marketing industries and advertising industries and uh, agencies like myself who are designed, their primary purpose is to get you new customers. We want new customers because that's what every sales manager wants. We got to get new customers, need new business, new business. We're all about, and in and, and, and the car business, the closing ratio is, is the metric above all metrics. How many people did you close? What's your closing percentage? We worry about, we worry about inviting the new customers into our life and we spend less time concentrating on the customers that we already have because, again, that's the human default condition. We want the next new shiny thing because the next new shiny thing is always going to make us happier, whether it's the new car or the new customer. But the truth is the next new shiny thing isn't always the best thing because I promise you, your best customers, your best customers are people who are already your customers. It costs I've got a joke that I tell when I'm when I'm training people that why why do car dealers specifically why do car dealers and why do any business spend so much money attracting new customers as opposed to keeping the ones that they have why do they spend so much money it, it actually the number is it costs seven times more to attract a new customer than it does to keep a customer that you already have and uh, uh, the joke is. They spend so much money because it's so darn expensive. <laughs> they have to. You have to spend money to chase after new customers. It's expensive to bring in new customers, but it is not expensive at all to keep the customers that you have happy. So, uh, you know, we don't have to close our eyes. We don't have to do a full meditation on this. But think about this. If if every customer you had now or just really just even a hand for me personally, if a handful of customers that I work with right now, were completely all in on my business. They were all in on all of the services that I provide, and they love Terry to death. And they uh, and they 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 left me great reviews on Google and Facebook and Amazon, and uh, they gave me referrals to their friends and people that they do business with. If every customer I had was all in, I would have more business than I could possibly handle. And uh, and I wouldn't wouldn't I, I couldn't even accept new customers, much less go out looking for them. And I assume your business is the same way. Your guest, best customers are already your customers, but um, but they're not all in. So if you concentrate your targeting and your marketing on these customers, you've got an opportunity to they. The customers that you have, they cost it costs seven times more to bring in a new customer, but old customers, 
They close, uh, the numbers I'm familiar with, they close about four times faster. They're four, they, 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 the sales cycle is four times shorter for customers that you already have because you don't have to do the dance of, of getting to know each other, of, of, of building, building the likability factor and building the trust factor because all of that is already ingrained. The work is already done. They already know you. They already like you. They already trust you. They're just waiting on the reason to do business with you. Uh, closing percentages, we talked about that. Closing percentages skyrocket if you spend more time working with customers that you already have, people who have a prior relationship with you and your business, they close at a much, much, much higher rate than with strength, than strangers, than new customers, than new prospects. Um, uh, you, you want to improve your closing ratio, spend more time talking to people who already know, like, and trust you, meaning the customers that you already have. The customers that you already have, they're, they're, you're going to have make higher margins on those. They're, they're going to have bigger tickets and you're going to make more money because they're not shopping the deal to death on the internet, going uh, going to Google and uh, and, and Facebook and trying to find uh, the lowest price. I was talking to a guy the other day. Uh, he, he's, he was worried about a penny on a direct mail piece, but he was a guy I didn't know. Uh, so guys, people that you know, uh, they're not, they're not going to be searching. They don't, a, a penny on a product is not their primary concern They because it's worth the penny for them to do business with someone that they know they can do business with. So your best customers are already your customers. And we talked about how gratitude can change your life, but here's the flip side of gratitude. And this is, this is the problem that we have and hope, hopefully the problem that we're going to solve today. We're grateful. I mean, I'm, I mean, we, intellectually intellectually we're grateful for our customers we know our customers they they're they're the people that let us live in the house and they're the people that 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 pay our car note and they're the people that pay the electricity and keep the roof over our head we're grateful for our customers but we don't always express it we don't often say it out loud it's not just our customers it's our life too our our, our spouses our children our parents and um there's a preacher, and I, I, I quote him a lot because I end up flipping past his, his stuff on late night TV. He comes on Channel 4 late night on, after Saturday Night Live at midnight on Saturday. Andy Andy Stanley's going to be on there. And uh, I saw him one time, and he was talking about it. may have been last Thanksgiving, actually, when he was doing this. He was talking about gratitude, and we know all the wonderful stuff that gratitude does for us. It makes your life better. It makes the way you perceive the world better. But if all you do is keep it inside, to the people that you are grateful to, unexpressed gratitude feels like ingratitude. If you never say thank you, if you never go out of your way to say thank you and say how much I appreciate it, that is my, my favorite Southern thing. I've got lots of, lots of friends from uh, Canada and up north and move down here and we'll, we'll go out to eat uh, or something and go through a restaurant. I'm going through line. And uh, when, I, when I get there, I, I, I say the most Southern thing ever, which is I appreciate you. That's uh, that's just the way I, I grew up saying it. So if you don't, if you don't learn to express the appreciation, if you never say, I appreciate you. Thanks, man. Thanks for the business. Thank y'all. Whatever you want to say, if you never express it, then it goes unexpressed and it goes unfelt because they can't read your mind. If you're not saying thank you so often that they're sick of hearing it, they just begin to assume that it's taken for granted. And more often than not, our old customers are taken for granted. Because we spend so much time chasing those new customers, chasing the shiny new thing. But if you're spending all of your time and all of your money and all of your energy 
chasing new customers, chasing that shiny new thing, then your old customers over time, that unexpressed gratitude starts to feel like ingratitude. And I, uh, I, when I was getting ready to do this last night, I said, well, let me just check on Google. I wonder, I wonder why customers leave. So I went to Google and I asked, why do customers leave? And would you, you go to Google and this is going to be the top thing. So you know it's true if it's on the Internet. According to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, 68% of customers leave because they're upset with the treatment they've received. And often a customer will get the impression of not feeling valued. And this accumulates over a period of time, rather as a result of a specific interaction. So customers leave not necessarily because, uh, because you know, they bought a product from you that wasn't wasn't up to par. There maybe there wasn't a, a, a treat uh, something, a single point that made them discontent. But over time, your inexpression of gratitude, you're 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 uh, you're just not saying I appreciate you. You're not saying thank you. Leads to the feeling of your customers taking uh, feeling unappreciated and feeling unvalued and value goes where value is given. And if they're not feeling the love, you ain't going to get the money. So say thank you. It's as simple. It's as simple as that. You have customers now. You have customers that you dealt with. We had a guy here uh, speaking at NASP about a year ago who, uh, who, who wrote a whole book on winning back old customers because, because they're there. So your customers that you have now, your old customers who haven't been in around while your family and your friends say, thank you. And this, this is, this is the start of November. It is the Thanksgiving month and, and Thanksgiving has always been my favorite holiday. It's somehow slightly less commercialized than Christmas. It's, it's before the whole, but the whole Christmas onslaught and it's your last chance uh, to, to really be human. Uh, before, because Christmas is so out of control, but, and it's, it's an easy, it's an easy target because you have permission to say thank you for every single person in your life, every single customer in your life now and in the past, your, your, your chance to show appreciation, your chance to uh, develop some new mind ruts in your brain to make you see the great glory of the life that, we, that, that we're living and to make your customers feel appreciated so that they stick around and, and don't uh, begin to feel underappreciated because if they feel underappreciated, they will be gone. So I promised you 17 reasons, 17 ways to say thank you. Uh, this is the, another thing I've done in those uh, uh, one, I send I send Thanksgiving cards. I send Thanksgiving cards and thank you cards. I've, I've been doing. I've been sending thank you cards. I was 24 years old. I was a sales manager of a radio station in Tupelo, Mississippi, and I bought a stack of cards. And every new customer that the radio station got, they got a thank you card. Whether you know whether the biggest customer or somebody spending uh, 20 bucks on on sponsoring the high school football game, they got a thank you card from the sales manager, and that made all the difference. And I've been doing. I've been sending thank you cards to customers. Every day, every month for, for the last 30 years, no matter what business I've been in, because nothing sells like appreciation. And um, so that's my favorite way to say thank you is because and because it uh, it puts it out in the real world and it gives you some physical touch. We do so much stuff on Facebook and email and and digital now that uh, that sometimes it also often gets lost. But a, a, a physical thank you card 
or any kind of physical thank you, whether it's a thank you card or a box of brownies or, or, or goodies or sending someone a book or, or anything physical in the world is a physical manifestation of your appreciation. And the more you can bring your appreciation into the physical world, the, uh, the more it's going to get shared and, and noticed. I also do a lot of video messaging. I use video messages uh, a couple of different ways. You can send them on Facebook. You can send them on LinkedIn. Um and you can send them uh, send them just on text. You can record a video on your phone and, and, and shoot it to someone just right there. There's lots of different ways to send a video message. Even There's even a button to send an audio message on LinkedIn now. And just push the button. It's just like sending a voicemail, except you never have to wait. You never have to wait to dial the numbers. You never have to wait for the phone to ring. You never have to wait to listen to the outgoing voicemail message that you have. You push a button and say, Bethany, Bethany, thank you so much for showing up for the NAS meeting today. I appreciate you always being there. Boom. And it's there. Took three seconds. Took three three seconds to express your appreciation. You can do that on audio. You can do it on video if you feel froggy. You can send messages on LinkedIn and Facebook and, 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 and your other uh, social media. You can send emails. You can send text. Texts are much better than emails because 98% of texts get read within the first 10 minutes that they send. An email gets read whenever people get around to it. So uh, so my uh, of my of the 17 ways that you can say thank you that we haven't even covered yet, my favorite two are sending thank you cards, sending thanksgiving cards, and sending video and audio messages over social media. What are your favorite ways to say thank you? Who's up? Hey, Bethany, go ahead. So I'm like you, Monet is a really good company and they teach old fashioned thank you notes, whether you get a new customer or like I try and train my team before Black Friday, like, you know, end of October, beginning of November, send the thank you note. And I send samples and they love that. So like if they buy hair care, I might send a skin care or if they do skin and hair, I might send an energy. So we like to do the little sample of products in the thank you note. But I also do what you do. I'm, I'm literally on social media all the time. So I love to do the voice message. Or um, I do that a ton, but people love your uh, visual, like the birth, you know, the, they'll be like, oh my goodness, no one's done that. Thank you for the birthday. And thank you. So that's a good one too. Yes. Yeah. I like, I like those. Well, good. Jim Furbush, how do you say thank you? Well, I, you know, it's a combination of several things that you've used. I still like the thank you notes. Um, the video. And one thing I do specifically with the video, when I thank someone is I try to single out something specific, not, you know, appreciate your continued business and support. It's like, you know, I appreciate your business. And I really enjoyed putting together that TV table. Uh, you know, thank you for thinking of me when it came time to have that assembled. And the next thing I know I'm doing work for their friends because they, they, feel, I, I don't want to say obligated, that's too strong a word, but they feel, ooh, I need to need to help, continue to help this guy. So, uh, you know, it, it, and I've done this through my whole career. It could be, you know, even when I was in credit, I did the same, same kind of thing. Something, you know, mentioning something specific about them. So it, it actually, it, 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 I don't know if obligated is the right word, but that's fairly close. There's a thing called the law of reciprocity, that if you do something nice for someone, it clicks a little button in their brain that I need to do something nice for, for, for them. And, 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 and they look for opportunities to do that. But it's, it's, again, it's a function of the way the brain works. The, the brain uh, releases, releases feel-good juice, serotonin, dopamine. Uh, you get a thank you card. 
Every, everyone wants to feel appreciated. I, I'm a big believer in the Dale Carnegie uh, system. And one of the thing rules that all people, one of his main rules is that all people great and small want to feel appreciated. It's one of our, our, our most ingrained human desires. So if I get a card in the mail that's from Jim Purpose, it says, thank you. I get a little shot of happy juice in my brain, dopamine. And it's always like, oh, that, that's so nice. Jim sent me the card. That's sweet. And somebody, you know, Bethany sent me the video. That's so sweet. I, I, I get happy. I smile. And your brain, uh, when you're happy and you smile and you get the happy juice going in your brain, your brain is, is a seeking mechanism. It's going to start looking for more opportunities to smile, more opportunities to feel appreciated. And if I know Jim appreciates me when I send him business, I want to feel appreciated. I'm going to send Jim more business. It's it's really that simple. Well, one of the big uh, and, and one of the biggest methods of appreciation is if you can refer their business to someone else. Wow, I mean, you know, not only are you there, you know, they're they're working with you, but then you send them or refer, you know, even if it doesn't ultimately work out, we hope it does. But uh, you know, referring business to somebody is a tremendous way to say thank you. I mean, you know, it's hard to come up with something any stronger. Well, uh, so so referring business, the, the two big ones are referring business to someone and reviewing their business. I uh, uh, One of the things I say is find your people and lift them up. Uh, when we, we talk about social media and we all want to go on Facebook and talk about what our thing is, talk about how fast we can put together the play sets and how our dry hair conditioning, uh, hair conditioner is, is better than the other dry hair conditioners. But the greatest thing that you can do is to promote their business, to send, to send them customers, to send them business, to shine a spotlight on them, uh, to, to leave them reviews on LinkedIn and Google that they go, oh yeah. And it's just, again, the law of reciprocity. If I, if I send you business, or I leave a review for you because I appreciate you. You're going to feel appreciated. You're going to send value, and and it starts it starts the feedback loop. How can I get some more of that? That's the good stuff. So uh, send send them business. Introduce them to people. One of the greatest things you can do. We're all networkers. One of the greatest things we can do is to network and introduce them to the people that they want to do. That's why I asked when you came in. Who is it that you want to meet? Who can I introduce you to? How can I bring value into your life? Any other Bob? You haven't you you've been quiet today. You, you snuck in at the end. Do you have anything to add? Come in and tell us about yourself. He's still on mute too. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was having difficulties. My PC, right when I was trying to click to go, decided it was going to reset itself. And I guess it's getting slower because it took longer. It seems like it takes longer every time to get back up and everything. Uh, so yes, I think you know, basically, I think the thank you is a is a big part of it, and uh, thank you with the business. So uh, I'm, I'm with you guys on in that respect. So just wanted to pop in and, and lend my support there, buddy. Thanks for popping in, Bob. And I I, I talked uh, I talked to your buddy the other day, so we'll we'll get, we'll get something worked 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 out with him. Um, who else has anything to add before we before we get ready to wrap this up a day? Sean, April. In all honesty, I, I, not really much to add because I follow the same formula. Every time that I work with someone, it's um, always send them a, a thank you note. Um, 
and potentially a thank you video kind of depends on their mode of communication that they like best. Um, and then I usually follow that up um, with a separate thank you that usually comes um, about two to three months after we've done business, where I then will go back in and reflect on something that they said in their conversation with me during that time period. Um, and I like doing that because then I feel like I'm sending it outside of the box and it's kind of a time that they are not expecting it. And so they've kind of entered my thoughts in a, in a time period where they, where they're not expecting to have entered my thoughts. So it generally, that usually leads to subsequent bookings. Yeah. Because, because sending the thank you when they do business, that seems compulsory and and maybe that's a check mm -hmm. in their brain. They go, well, Sean just had to send me thank you for that. Or it's, it's part of it. But if you send, if you send it a little later and out of the blue for no good reason, uh, uh, you know, it's like, Oh, how sweet. And uh, it starts starts to uh, to drive that reciprocity train. So we've got uh, it's 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 Monday, November seventh. We've got three more remaining uh, NASMet online meetings here for the rest of the year. I've got uh, I've got some really good meetings coming up. Um, April, do you know Jason Strain down in Columbia? I do. So Jay, Jay, Jason is a buddy and a client of mine in, in Columbia. He owns a real estate agency. Uh, he just started up from scratch about maybe a year, year and a half ago. And he's got this uh, really thriving, growing uh, real estate agency there in Columbia. And uh, so up until about a year and a half ago, Jason was a drug dealer. So, well, well pharmacist. So, uh, so he's a, uh, but he's going to join us to talk about the marketing tools that he used to grow his business, uh, how he went from from dealing drugs to uh, owning a thriving uh, uh, you know, real estate agency in, in about a year and a half. We're going to learn about that. Um, we're we're going to learn with uh, we're meeting with Dave Castro, uh, who's uh, who's who's going to talk about about networking and uh, and a guy, gentleman by the name of Chris Kelso, a sales trainer from here in Nashville that's got a new book out. So we've got a couple of good meetings coming up over the next couple of weeks. Jim, what do you have going on in Murfreesboro? Well, you know, if if Zoom meetings, if you really like to meet people in person, in, in addition to the Zoom meetings, and you're anywhere within a reasonable distance, Sean, you may not want to drive to Murfreesboro. April, maybe. But, uh, you know, everybody else has no excuse. You can get to Murfreesboro on the second and fourth Mondays. Uh, we meet at in the Doubletree Hotel in their restaurant. And we have been, it's been slow rebounding from all the shutdown. I think a lot of people uh, are working from home now. And it's like, you know, when they were in their office, it was easy. I can just go over there and pop over and have lunch and network. But to get go from home and actually get dressed and go out. So it's been kind of slow, but we've been uh, 10, 12, 14 people sometimes. Uh, great meetings. We've always got uh, interesting speakers. Of course, I never plan and have the list in front of me when we have these calls, despite the fact Terry asks me every single time, uh, someday I'll figure it out. But, uh, you know, we always have great in-person speaking, great in-person interaction. Please try to make it. Um, I do have, uh, and I don't know, for those people that have attended the Murfreesboro meetings, even the Brentwood meetings that remember Harry Ballard. Uh, he was a fixture at these meetings. Poor Harry had uh, was diagnosed with cancer and has passed away. So we're uh, we're all very disappointed to hear that. I don't want to bring a, a down note to this, but you know I think it's important that that we know that uh, know this information about our 
our fellow members and people that we have gotten very close to as a result of these meetings. But I, again, if uh, I will take, if you've put in your best email address, I will make sure that you get the invitations for upcoming meetings. Please, please, please pass those along to other people that you meet networking meetings and say, hey, why don't you try jumping on the next Zoom meeting? Or you're right in Murfreesboro. You'd enjoy, you might enjoy going to these. Um, you know, that's how uh, virtually everybody, there's a few people that have found it here and there on their own, but virtually everybody that attends was invited by someone else. Hey, so we're, we're, we're in Murfreesboro at the Burger Bar next Monday, uh, starting at 11. We're back here in two weeks at TerryLancaster.tv, starting at 1130. Uh, open floor, who has uh, anything that they would like to add, say, or uh, spit out into the universe? Anybody else have any great networking meetings you want to mention? Uh, not so much that, but uh, as far as his Harry, when did he pass away? Uh, it was actually a couple of weeks ago. We found out about it in the, in the last meeting we were talking about the fact that he hadn't been to several meetings and uh, Aaron looked it up and, and did find his obituary. We did, you know, we were kind of afraid of that because he, he attended more of these meetings than I think uh, Terry and I put together. And then all of a sudden, you know, he disappeared. So um, I had spoken you, to him uh, a couple of months ago. He was He was pretty upset. Because they couldn't really determine where the cancer was, they they had all the markers, and he was he was funny, and he was kept apologizing for missing NAST meetings. So there you go. And you put out a, a, a mail address. Maybe we can uh, send his wife or family a, a prayer card or a, or you know just a remembrance. I think that would be a great idea. Um, I, one thing that I did, he did speak at the. Nass Murfreesboro meeting earlier this year. It was pretty funny because he brought in all of his Melaleuca products <laughs> that, and, you know, a lot, you know, a number of them were new stock, but a number of them he just brought from his house. And I was, couldn't help but chuckle and think his poor wife was wandering around the house that day. She woke out in the shower and her shampoo and conditioner were gone. She went to clean the sink and that the soap was gone and the, uh, she couldn't wash the floor or mop the floor. You know, it was just funny. And, uh, you know, Harry was a great guy. And again, I didn't want to get too deep into this. I know a couple of you have no idea who we're talking about, but he was a, uh, a tremendous supporter. He was 91, I believe. He was over 90, uh, which was a shock to most people who met him, who knew that he, he had some years, but uh, they usually underestimate or over, you know, underestimate his age by 10 to 15 years, a pretty healthy, fun, interesting guy. Yeah, I, I, I will. I would, thank you, Bob. I will try to find that information. I would put him about 80 years old, but uh, 91, that's a, that's a good long ride. So. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for showing up, Sean. Thank you for finding us from Facebook and, and joining us all the way from Sevierville. Thank you, April, for uh, for finally uh, for finally popping in. I'm going to keep inviting you. I hope you keep coming in. Uh, Bethany, Bob, Jim, always uh, always a pleasure to see you. So uh, go out and uh, uh, tell the people that you love that you love them, and uh, the people that you're uh, uh, thankful for this week. Make sure you uh, you you thank them. We got. Uh, we got uh, about three weeks before Thanksgiving. Uh, if you just don't, if you just thank one past customer a day, 
for the next uh, for the next few weeks. I, I promise you, it'll, uh, it'll 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 make a difference for you. Yeah, be uh, good. Being being grateful really becomes a habit. Yeah. Um, you know, you we I, I'm sitting in a house that was a vacant lot in March that we built ourselves, and uh, it was very tough to be grateful. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, when you suddenly realize, wow, it's really coming together, and you know, I'm so thankful for the people that helped make it happen, and they loved hearing that. Uh, a lot of people in the world don't hear thank you for what they do a lot. They hear the complaints for the uh, the one little chip in the corner of the one tile, despite the fact they just tiled this huge bathroom or whatever. So um, your your message was spot on today, Terry. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate y'all. Be good. I'll see you next time. Take care. And Terry, um, I did save the chat, so I've got that. <laughs> good job, Bob. Thanks again.